her dad was kind of looking at the things and he was like, okay, you're in. And we just like had a big hug and one of the professional athletes hugged us too and was really excited for us. Roisin Willis had just found out that she qualified for the semifinals at the U.S. Olympic Trials. I'm Noah Manderfeld and welcome to the Highlight Zone podcast. Roisin Willis is 16 years old and she was the second youngest competitor at the Olympic Trials in Eugene, Oregon. Yeah, she still qualified for the semifinal, finishing 14th among the best athletes. This is athletes, period, professional and college in the country. I talked to her about her experience and just what that race was like. What were you expecting heading into the trials? I mean, what, what were you thinking it was going to be like? You know, as the weeks leading up to the trials, a lot of women um, ran really fast. So, you know, like the 800, I think, was one of the most competitive events that had the most competitors that hit the standard. So I knew going to that first round, I was going to have to have like a really, really good race. And so um, I knew each round was going to be tough. And I think it was kind of what I was expecting. I definitely was challenged a lot. It, both races I ran were probably the hardest races I've ever run. So... Um, but I think, you know, it was what I was expecting, like, is kind of what you get. Like if you, once you get to this level, everyone's good. Everyone wants it so bad. There's no one who doesn't want to be there. So, I mean, I just thought it was a really great experience. Was it intimidating at all? Because obviously, I mean, these are professional athletes, college athletes, people who are many years older than you are. Yeah. I think sometimes like warming up, it would be a bit intimidating having people that I look up to as like idols. Um, but you know, when it came down to like racing, I just tried to put that out of my mind and put myself right in there. And sometimes, you know, those women were better than me, but I just tried to put myself in the position that I thought would help me the most. So I think I did okay with that. Obviously there was a bit of intimidation involved, but so it was all right. What was the preparation like leading up to it? You know, you know, normal preparation or anything special? Yeah. Since I hit the standard so late, Um, There wasn't a ton we could do. I did do some really good workouts that were, I mean, it was nothing special. It was just kind of, you know, trying to do my best. But I think um, hitting the standard so late was kind of tough because I had to change my mindset really fast. And obviously I had the mindset that I I would get to the trials, but I didn't know if I would. So um, I just tried to prepare the best I could. And I think the mental preparation was probably the most. And I just tried to really visualize the races and try to um, prepare for the intensity of the Olympic trials. Did you have any expectations for your performance? Did you have any idea, you know, did you expect to do what you end up do, ended up doing? Um, I mean, I was hoping to make it to that semifinal. I think it was like that was the first goal because there's three rounds and so you just take it one round at a time. I think that's what I was really hoping to do. Hopefully PR, which I was close to doing. But um, I don't know. I just was trying to go in there with an open mind because anything can happen. And so I just have to be prepared for anything. How are you feeling on the day of the, uh, the, the prelim, the first team? I mean, I was really excited to get to the next round. Um, I was feeling pretty motivated for the next day and I had a really good experience in the first round. I had a lot of fun out there. So, um, but I also was pretty tired and I think that showed in the second round, like I wasn't quite ready for that comeback in less than 24 hours and like had a bit of like I get kind of a cough after I run each time so it was kind of hard going to sleep at night but Mm -hmm. those are right and I think the next time I do that I'll be more prepared. Mm -hmm. One thing you told me when we talked a few months ago was you know a runner knows when it's going to be a good day or a bad day before that first race because obviously I think that was what your second best time you've ever run is that right? Mm -hmm. Did you did you know that it was going to be a good day were you feeling good before that race? 
Um, I also wasn't really thinking about my performance, but I just remember when we went out onto the track, it was just like something I've never experienced before. Like I, it sounds weird, but I had no nerves at all. And I was really excited to be there. And it was just like the most exciting feeling. And it's hard to describe it to someone who hasn't been on the track, but like looking around and seeing all the crowd and just all the little things that they have set up for the trials, it's just unreal. And I was just really grateful to be there, but I think I had a mindset, you know, I'm ready to go from my hardest today. Have you ran in front of a crowd that big or is this the biggest crowd you've run in front of? Probably, that's probably the biggest crowd I've run in front of. I think Wisconsin State Track is probably the second biggest crowd. So, yeah. Uh, did that impact your performance at all? I mean, I know you said it kind of made you a little bit excited, but that did that kind of motivate you during the race? Could you hear them or were you kind of locked in on the race? There were some people that I actually could hear. And there was a lot of people like Wisconsin people I heard. I didn't know them personally, but I saw them in the crowd and they were actually, people actually were cheering me on. So that was actually really nice. It seems like I had some people who were rooting for me. So I think it really helped. I think a lot of people in the crowd were like cheering things throughout the race. Like you still got it. You still got a chance. So that helped. Walk me through the race, that first one. Um, You know, I tried to get out as hard as I could and, um, I kind of ended up in one of the, um, towards the top of the race. So, um, but then coming into that second lap, you know, it got jostled around and I, I realized there was people behind me who I knew were better. And so I kind of got thrown off because I'm like, why am I ahead of them? And then they kind of went by and I kind of had to chase a lot for that second half of the race. And so I just tried to like run as hard as I could because, I knew I was going to have to qualify on time. I wasn't going to get that automatic spot. So I just had to run the last 200 as hard as I possibly could. We, we, we talk about, you know, the competition matters. You know, how fast the people around you are running impacts your performance. Did that help a lot to be against, you know, world-class athletes um, and to have that competition to push you a little bit? Yeah, it was definitely helpful. I've never had, like, I've been in really competitive races before, but nothing like that. I've never had that many people (laughs) pushing me like that. And, um, but I think, I think I'm excited to go back when I'm a bit older and have a bit more training under my belt, because I think I'll be able to handle it a little bit better because there's definitely points in the race where their strength definitely shows over mine. And so I'm excited to come back a little bit stronger and um, see what I can do next one. Yeah, you brought it up too. You were ahead of the pack early on, and then at, at and the second lap, it was kind of a it got jostled around a little bit. Was that part of the strategy to kind of get that fast start early on, and then you know to you know was, was that part of the strategy to go out fast? Yeah, that's always my strategy because I'm, I'm a front runner, and so I knew if I if I put myself in dead last from the start of the race, I wouldn't be able to move. <laughs> so it was that's just kind of how I race and. The second lap, like first part of the second lap is usually my weaker spot. And I kind of know that. So I kind of have to race around that and put myself in a good position. So when I do hit that weak spot, I'm in a decent position. I won't fall back too much. So that was my strategy for both the two races. Mm -hmm. How were you feeling when you got to the finish line? I mean, I was a bit nervous because I didn't know, because I didn't get the automatic spot. And I I was like, there's a chance, but there's also like not a chance that I'm going to move on. So I guess I was just, I was pretty exhausted too. Um, and like all these thoughts were rushing through my mind. It, wasn't, it only wasn't for like another 20, 30 minutes until I knew I was able to go to the next day. So it definitely was a bit tense. Like you finished and you still had that nervousness because you didn't know if you got to advance or not. Yeah. So you, did you, did you, were you happy about your time? Was that, 
you know, a time that you were, you were pleased with? Yeah, I was like, it was cool to run because I was kind of stuck at like 203, 204 for a while. And then to really follow it up my two flat with another 2-1 was um, really exciting. It just shows I had some, you know, I can be consistent. Yeah, I was going to say it proves the two flat is a little more legitimate, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, of course. The reaction when you find out you qualify, you're 14th out of the 16 competitors, you move on to the semifinals. What was that like? Oh, it was really exciting. I was with one of my high school competitors and we were, um, we almost ran identical times and um, her dad was kind of looking at the things and he was like, okay, you're in. And we just like had a big hug and one of the professional athletes hugged us too and was really excited for us. So it was just a really happy moment because we both didn't get the automatic spots. And so we were waiting on time and it was just a really, I was really grateful. And I believe you were the youngest competitor to advance I mean to be that young and to advance to the semifinals does that change anything for you to to be a 16 year old and to advance against these world-class athletes yeah definitely like you know going to trials is like I want to advance but then I kind of didn't realize like how much that means because when you advance you cut out over half the field and so there's a lot of women who didn't get to advance and um, I was able to be in like the top 16 of the field and um you know, I think I'm just so optimistic for the future to come back when I'm a bit stronger and more, you know, when I didn't hit the standard a month ago and I can focus on it for a longer period of time. I'm excited to, for the future. Yeah, you've brought it up a little bit earlier on, but that second race um, didn't go, I think, as well as that first race. I think you were a couple seconds off. Uh, walk me through that. You said you were a little bit tired. Yeah, I mean, I put myself in position from the first lap and I just I didn't have the strength on that second lap to keep going, you know, the pace was just, I kind of knew I'm like, we're coming through in the fastest pace I've ever gone through. And um, I just didn't have it, um, but you know, it's all right. It's nothing to be negative about because I kind of knew, like it just shows, you know, it, it's, it shows my training. It wasn't like I gave up. I put myself out there and I did my best, but I just didn't have that strength that I need. So um, it's all right. You know, I, I learned from it and I think optimistic for future races. Were you able to introduce yourself to some Olympians? Um, you know, I did talk to, like, before she did qualify, I talked to the woman who ended up winning the Olympic trials, and she was super nice. Um, and, you know, I didn't talk to a ton of athletes, but I think, you know, in the warm-up area, you see everyone. So, like, walking by, like, names like Allison Felix and, like, Sydney McLaughlin, it's just definitely, like, crazy to see these people who are just such big names in track and field. Mm-hmm. Overall, what was the experience like? I thought it was really positive and I think it was inspiring. I was able to go um, and watch the finals uh, on Sunday and that was just the most surreal thing I've ever watched in my entire life. And I think it definitely shows like some of those people didn't have their moment until that day. And so I think patience and just determination are so important. And I definitely learned like, okay, like they've had, they've struggled too. So you know, it's possible to come back and have like the race of your life. So I definitely, I'm leaving very inspired and um, very motivated for the future. Yeah. You keep saying future. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're 16 years old and you're, you're, you know, one of the top 16 athletes in the country um, at, at these trials, the future has to be bright. And you, I mean, you have to be feeling good about where you are right now. Yeah. I'm definitely really excited. I'm, definitely coming off of, you know, an off year and then to come back and do this, I never thought I could be here a year ago. So 
it's, I just feel really excited about what I was able to accomplish this year. What do you think time and uh, more, uh, more learning, more, you know, four years, what do you think that can do for you? I think there's, there's so much, I guess the most optimistic thing is there's so much I need to work on. Um, you know, I think I need to get faster and get stronger. So endurance and speed combines. Um, I'm definitely looking to shave off a new more seconds. You know, since I was a freshman, I shaved off four and before that it was even more. So I think there's a lot to improve on and I'll see you. And then the college transition will be during that point too. So that'll be a whole other thing. So I'm definitely excited. I definitely got some good opportunities um, coming these next few years. Willis said the word future so many times in that interview. She is very excited about where she is and she has every right to be in four years with more strength and experience. Who knows where she could be? That's all for this episode. Until next time, take care.